What is going on guys, it is your boy TKD123 here, back in here on PlayStation Stories. This is of course, Save Slot Podcast, episode 11. The weekly news show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. With me of course, my luxurious co-host, the Arachnid. How are you doing good sir? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm, uh, you know, doing good. It, it's, it hit 90 degrees here, you know? The fun's over. fun's over. The, 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 the fun is over. Our power bills are going up, you know what I'm saying? Clothes are being taken off, so, you know. Bro. What? Clothes are being taken off, though. So, I guess that's somewhat of a positive, you know. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Huh? You're going to start off the show with that? Hey, man, look, look. I don't even know why you're calling me out for being horny on main when I've no. seen a lot of RE8 debacle here going on. I see a lot of Lady Dumatresque or whatever her name is, you know? It is it is an observation of game development. Mm. 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 Nothing mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. more. A critique in art design, huh? Is that what it is? Okay. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Y'all just examining that R E engine, huh? Okay. I see. I see. It's quite you know, it it's not on the news docket, but I gotta say I gotta say, I was very impressed by that PS4 Pro RE8 gameplay. You know what I'm saying? It's the RE engine is crazy good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, like we 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 uh, saw it firsthand on Switch too with its debut on Switch with uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Mm-hmm. You know, that game looks pretty good. You know what I'm saying? People are saying like it looks amazing. I don't think it looks amazing. You know, maybe it looks amazing for Switch, I guess, but it looks good. It looks good. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to that. And also, side note, before we get into the whole rigmarole of housekeeping and all that, um, I do praise Capcom, you know, for showing PS4 Pro gameplay footage, unlike Cyberpunk, which, you know, did not. And it seems like they're at least being front, forward, and honest about the lowest common denominator within Resident Evil 8. You know what I'm saying? Well, the lowest so. common denominator is a PS4 base. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. At least one of the lower common denominator. Well, it's not even lower. I, hmm. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, at least they're showing the last-gen models of the games, right? Hmm. I don't know. Something like that. I'll... I'll give him some credit, you know. I'll give him some credit. But of course, housekeeping here, you can catch us out here on YouTube.com as places in source, as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, via our anchor link in the description. You can also like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the PSS family. Down below, you can let us know what you like or dislike about the show and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in the description. If you're feeling generous, feel free to hit that join button to become a member to become a member of the channel with that $1 Prince tier and that $5 King tier membership as well. And of course, you can check out the stream series throughout the week if you missed it. Uh, They're on public playlist on the channel, but the individual streams are unlisted. We did wrap up Resistance, and uh, we're on the precipice of beating Metal Gear Solid 3 next week. So uh, I'm sure those will uh, be in the discussion as well. But uh, let's check on those podcast reviews. I ask you, to uh, check on that green front over there on Spotify, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna check over here on the uh, on the on the purple front, you know. See what we got here, you know what I'm saying? 
Uh, oh, I feel like I feel like last week we had three ratings, but now we have four. But last week we could have easily had four, and I'm just forgetting. Last week we did get a new one. One one individual new one. I believe so. Okay. So guys, this is what we like to see. Okay, you know, just I don't see any written reviews. That's a bit unfortunate, you know. Even though I have given you guys free will to insult me, you know, don't insult Arachnite though. Leave leave him alone. All right. Is that manageable? Is that fair, Arachnite? I can take him. Really? Yeah. All right, fuck it. Insult him too. Whatever. Fuck it. Anything on Spotify? Not that I can see. Well, at least they're on the uh, superior podcast service. At least. At least they're on there, you know what I'm saying? At least they're at least they're out here doing the good work. But I've been talking for too much. Arachnite, what have you been playing this week? It's one of your first early weeks with the PlayStation 5. I know you got the PC still though, but you're playing anything on either of these systems, you know? I, I've been playing a lot of Ghost again. Yes. Yes. Isn't it incredible? It looks phenomenal. Like it's stunning. Stunning. Ghost looked good on PS4, but I, I went back and I looked at it real quick on PS4 compared to PS5, and my god, is it a jump. So good, bro. It's so good. It's it's great. The controller is so nice to use. Like, I... So, for photo mode, it's a lot of using the right stick, which, you know, in games you use for the camera. But I like how the controller feels because I'm able to make like small adjustments. I feel more easily than I could on DualShock 4. Mm. It's like I need the camera to rotate just a little bit to the left or right. And it feels like I, I have like a better grip on the controller so I can do that. Mm. Mm. So that's been that's been great. Ghost has been a lot of fun to revisit. Like, I forgot how immersed I got in that game when I first played it. I could feel it come back the more I played it. It's beautiful. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great game. And I've taken I think some of my favorite shots ever in Ghost. Yeah, you've been popping off lately on your Twitter. I employ everyone to go down in that description and check out the Twitter from the homie Arachnite because uh, there's some there's some quality quality content up on there as well for sure yeah no like I'm super happy with what the PS5 can do like the like how it looks how it runs everything is great mm. um mm. I would like I did play a little Demon Souls okay how did that go it was fine um not well not too bad it was like I was less into it than I thought I would be. Really? Yeah, no, I was having a good time with it, but I just really wanted, like, when I, like, I really just wanted to get back to Ghosts. It's like, it's like, maybe I'll just finish Ghosts again, and then I'll pop in Demon Souls, because, like, when I was playing it, it's like, I, I wish I was playing Ghosts. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. So, uh, I took a little break from Demon Souls. I played for, like, two hours, and I had a good time with it. Um, does it does it look as gorgeous as like everyone says it does? It looks pretty good. I I would agree. 
it, it runs well, it looks great. It's just a good experience through and through, like graphically. Hmm. Hmm. I see. But I like the PS5 has been a great thing to have. It, it, I only have like I have the smallest, dumbest complaint. What's up? So I have it on my desk next to, like you know, next to my keyboard and mouse. So I'll if I, if I'm like cracking open a cold one. It, right. The white paint, the white color of the console, always catches some of it, and I'm not cracking it right next to it. It's just like since it's the the console's white, any blemish is clear as day. Wait, wait. Are you saying you've cracked open a cold one, and some of the uh, residue yeah. of the cold one is? Ha- has been dropping on said PlayStation 5. Yeah, like, little bits. It's like, I wish this the console were black, so at least I wouldn't have to see it. Mm, no, but mm. I, 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 keep a, I keep, like, a rag at my desk, so I just clean it up immediately. But I'm always just, like, double-checking. It's like, are you good? Dude, I'm obsessed with getting a micro-fiber f- f- cloth. Yeah. And uh, going on the black glossy part mm-hmm. of the console and getting... A little bit of dust off, you know. Just yeah. every every like few days, you know, you gotta just wipe it down. Yeah, no, that's you know? that's what sure. I've been doing is yeah. like making it look as pristine as possible. And absolutely, I remember when you got like ink or whatever on your controller. Oh my god! And yes, when when I saw it, and you were like obsessed with cleaning it. It's like, how bad can that really feel? Like, it's like, oh, my controller has a blemish on it. Like, how bad can that really feel? But seeing the controller and having it be my own, I would have done the same thing. Dude, it was god-awful, bro. I thought I was really, like... I thought I I thought I, 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 I ruined the controller. Straight up. Nah, man, you just get some rubbing alcohol, you'll be good. That's all you need. Yeah. Get some... Some willpower, some grit, and some rubbing alcohol, and you, and you can get it out. You can get you know it. What I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. I <laughs> Thanks, did, man. <laughs> I I did also finish Persona Three. What the fuck, bro? You just beat Persona Four last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please do tell. How was uh, Persona Three? How was it? It is my least favorite of the of the like the modern persona games mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's a bad game like there were some there were some things that i just didn't like because it's an older game and i'm playing them like in the reverse order that you should each game should have quality of life improvements graphical improvements but i'm going from newest to oldest so obviously there are going to be some issues there that got fixed in the later games so no, no complaints there because I know they eventually do get fixed. Some narrative things that I don't like, and but overall, it was a good time. However, like I'm glad they went the route they did. You do you remember in Persona Four how they had like the castles or the palaces or whatever? Yeah, yeah. In Persona Three, you get one area, but it has two hundred over like two hundred floors that you have to go through. What the f- Whoa. Interesting. Yeah, you have one area that is just a tower. 
Right. So you just have to go all the way up the tower throughout the, the course of the story. And that gets re- really repetitive really fast. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm assuming you can leave that area and then come back to it, Yeah, right? absolutely. Right. But, so, like, I mean, when you come back to it, do you do you, you have to start at the first level or no. do you... There oh, okay. Are, there okay. are checkpoints every 10 or so floors. I see. Okay, interesting. Okay. So, okay. but it, let's say you physically cannot keep going on the ninth floor, and you have to leave, and you're on floor 149, and the checkpoint's on floor 150. You have to go back to floor 140, where the last checkpoint was, and then climb back up those stairs. Right, and I'm assuming, you know, the first level floor, right, is very uh, easy compared to floor 149. Yeah, it, gets, it, right. sca- it scales progressively. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even like, yeah, it's only 10 levels, right? But even starting back at 140, I'm sure is a feat in itself to go from 140 to 150. Yeah, it right. Yeah, it takes course over the the entire game, like reaching yeah. all the way to the top. So you get stronger, but it, it's just it's not a it's not a matter of difficulty, because I'm playing on baby difficulty. Um, as much as it is just patience, because there were a lot of times where it's like, well, I am I am bored, mm. and I have sixty more floors to go. Damn. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. How does it hold up, like, narratively? Uh, like, is the story good, at least? Yeah, it's solid. It's a solid story. There are a lot of moments that hit harder than Persona 4 and 5. Like, some really strong moments. But Interesting. It's, it's definitely worth playing, especially since you have a PS2. Like... I would recommend people play Persona 3. I I enjoy, I enjoyed it, even though I said it was my least favorite. Like, it, it's like saying the Uncharted games. Like, you have a least favorite Uncharted because you kind of have to, but that right. doesn't mean it's a bad game. Like Uncharted. I totally understand. Yeah, that. Uncharted One's my least favorite, but I I would be wrong if I said it was a bad game. Right, right. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. So Persona 3, really solid. I uh, rebought Royal for my PS5, our Persona 5 Royal, and I will be. I think it was on sale, right? Like, wasn't there like a spring sale? Yeah, I think. Or- yeah. Okay. So, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of on a Persona binge right now. I bought Persona Q, one and two for my 3DS. This man is wildin' today. This man wildin'. I, Hell yeah. That's that that. That I've noticed it. I noticed it a few years ago. That always, whenever I get into something, it is an obsession for like six months, and mm-hmm. then I take a break and I come back. You know, normally, periodically, over the course of you know, you know, years later. In 2018 is when I first got into Persona. It's like, yeah, that was okay. But I didn't want to buy a PS2 to play Persona 4 and 3. And then Persona 4 got put on Steam, and the rest has been logged on the show. But other than that, 
I haven't really been playing much because I finished a whole JRPG in like a week. So it's just been those two games. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but like, when I finish a long game, right? Um, like, whether it be, you know, Ghost, Dead Stranding, Red Dead Redemption 2 was pretty long for me as well. Um, I need like a few days, you know, to just not play anything, you know? Nah. Just kind of just step back, kind of reset, Couldn't you know? Be me. <laughs> uh, the night I finished Persona 4, I jumped straight into Persona 3. See, just call me Batman. I need I need a little prep time, you know? I need some prep time between my gaming binges, you know what I'm saying? It'd just be like that sometimes. Couldn't. No? It depends on, like, if I had a good time doing it. Like, right. Because we've all finished long games, and at the end of it is, like, that just... Like, that felt like a slog. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. At those th- those times, it's like, all right, I'm going to play something, like, casual for, like, a day or two. Or, like, some something to, to clear the palette. A little Ultra Kill, a little Doom, something like that. And then I'll come back to something else later. Because, mm. but when you had a good time doing it, especially in the same series... I I can jump from game to game. Like I started my my save <laughs> with Royal as soon as I was done with Persona Three. Yeah, I would need a oof, man. I would need to take a minute, you know. Yeah, like the Dragon Age games. I finished Dragon Age One like one night. Immediately booted up Dragon Age Two to play that. And those are like forty fifty hour games, like back to back. And as soon as I was done with Dragon Age Two. I tried Inquisition, didn't like it, and then went straight to Persona. Hmm. And then Persona 4 to 3, now 3 to 5. I hear you. I hear you. We, we've been on a marathon. <laughs> You've been gaming. Gaming I, out here in these streets, man. Gaming out here in these Like, what else is there to do? <laughs> yeah, you got South Point. Anything else you've been playing this week, or? Nope. All right. Good to hear. What well, about you? I can't wait to hear your Persona updates next week, of course, but let's start with Final Fantasy XV. Okay, I beat this game, Arachnate, you know. Um, again, I don't want to talk about the ending, right? I don't want to spoil it for people. Um, but I enjoyed where the story ended off, you know what I'm saying? I can definitively say that, hey, overall, 15 was no 7 Remake for me, right? And maybe it was because 7 Remake was my first blush into the series, and 7 Remake uh, requires, like, you know, uh, around, I'd say, like, 30, 40 hours to beat, as opposed to 15, where I did mostly mainline, and then did some side stuff. It took me, I think, about, like, 22 hours or 23 hours, right? So, I haven't spent a ton of time in Final 15 overall, right, upon beating the game. Um, so you couple that notion with me enjoying Final Fantasy 15. I've decided at night that I'm going to do the DLC as soon as possible. I was going to wait a little bit. I was going to come back to it at another date. But looking at these DLC episodes, they're two hours apiece. I really want to get into them and just explore more of the world and get the full scope of Final Fantasy 15. So I'll be doing, uh, I think in order, it's uh, uh, episode Gladios, episode Ignis, episode Prompto, and then episode Arden is the last one. Um, so they're all downloaded, ready to go. I'm going to get in that as soon as possible. But overall, 
I thought it was a great experience. I I really enjoyed myself with with uh, Fantasy, with with Final Fantasy 15, and again, like I just can't believe there is that there's that other third, like the last bit of the game, Arachne. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know this where you come back, if you will, to uh, the world of 15. You know, and it's completely changed. You know, I think it's so cool, man. Um, but overall, I was I was I was definitely uh, impressed with Final Fantasy 15. You know, and uh, definitely it. Uh, I think it's to say that hey, I I enjoy Final Fantasy now. You know, I'm I'm looking more closely at 16. You know, what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I I'm so, right there with you. Like as oh yeah, as soon as I'm done. Actually, I don't know. I might I might take a little breather from Persona, just for a little bit, and I I gotta start playing uh, Life is Strange too. Oh hell yeah, bro! And as hell soon yeah. as I'm done with that, I have eleven Final Fantasy games to go through before Oof. sixteen comes out. I have eleven. Yeah, I don't know about you, bro, but I am definitely playing Final Fantasy sixteen day one. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. 100%. 100%. That's 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 not even a cap. And and this one with uh 16 it is in that kind of old school like medieval, not really medieval, but you know what I'm saying, like the more like uh I don't even know how to put it, but that it, a bit of high fantasy type vibes, you know, with 16. So that's been something that I know definitely is not really a turn on for me personally. Um both Seven remake and fifteen were this you know kind of futuristic you know kind of steampunk esque with seven remake and more of just a, a bit of a modern twist on some elements in Final Fantasy fifteen right that I typically enjoy in my media and all that I'm not really into high fantasy I'm not into you know like uh, like literal spells and and you know wizards and whatever you know what I'm saying wands I don't know you know which is i don't know you know what i'm saying like, that's not really yeah yeah like i don't know i like capes though i like capes though capes 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 can stay but everything else i'm not a big fan of so we'll see how 16 rubs off of me but just purely off of gameplay i'm in that i'm in that for sure i'm in it you know so we will see but overall five final Fantasy 15 it was a great experience. I can't wait to jump into that DLC. Another game we beat was Resistance Fall of Man. You can watch the full stream series on the channel, on the playlist. And uh, I was impressed by Fall of Man. I'm not saying it's the greatest game in the world of Rack Knight. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's like a Titanfall 2 type of perfect FPS story, right? But it's a very good one. You know, it's it, it, I think it, it, it really is something that I understand the hype for. You know, in a in a similar vein that I now see the hype with Ratchet and Clank. You know, like yeah. a, how good those games are pound for pound. You know, um, Resistance Fall of Man. Like it's not doing anything crazy with like in depth upgrades and everything, given its 2007 release. No, I'm sorry, 2006, 2006 release date. Um, but I think when you take into account that this is a game that is 15 years old at this point. Uh, that came out launch day on the PlayStation 3. Uh, this was Insomniac's, you know, first go at a first-person shooter. Like, they... I think they did a really, really good job 
with this game. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm really, really impressed. Uh, I love where we end off with this story. Like, seemingly that we, uh, you know, defeat the Chimera in the Britain, uh, in the UK, and we'll see where we go in Resistance 2. But um, overall, man, I thought it was a great, great game. I, I have really, really enjoyed it. You know, so we'll be starting Resistance 2 next week on the channel. So definitely check out that. Tuesday night and Thursday night, we'll be getting into some Resistance 2. So definitely excited for that. Uh, let me see what else I'm playing here. Uh, we'll jump to Metal Gear Solid 3. Metal Gear Solid 3. Right. Have you played Metal Gear Solid 3? I a long time ago. Long time ago. Okay. All right. Um, so we're doing Long Play Club. Of course, youtube.com slash joyclicks. Hear my full thoughts on Metal Gear Solid there from week to week. Uh, but we're streaming it on Wednesdays, of course. And I... I huh. This game is weird. You know, this, this, this specific Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, is a weird title. You know, it's just a weird game, right? Like, it, it, I'm not saying I'm not enjoying it, right? But it is a very slow burn in the beginning, and we're set to beat this game this week on Wednesday. And uh, apparently it's a pretty meaty section, and that's where we're going to get a lot of where the story wraps up. And, and really, in a way, Loki picks up, because for the majority of MGS3, as far as I've been playing it, man, it's just like, okay, we've been introduced to what we're doing in the story, but we're not, but like we haven't really progressed in that narrative in like two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how it all wraps up. I'm very excited to just, you know, see the end just to see how this narrative wraps up in, in a nice bow. You know what I'm saying? Um, but overall, man, I, I, I'm still enjoying it. It's my least favorite Metal Gear Solid as of right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, yeah, it's, that it's, is a yeah, very hot take from really yeah you see people like, ride or die for snake eater but why like i haven't seen why yet and i'm hoping that this week on wednesday on 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 wednesday night's Metal Solid 3 stream that i see that but at this point bro i think naked snake sucks ass i think all the villains suck ass you know what i'm saying like the only interesting character is honestly ocelot if that's even ocelot because i don't know at this point you know what i'm saying um like he's the only interesting character to be honest like naked snake i don't like that much at all and the cast of villains are horrible it'll you know all the pieces will start wrapping themselves up as you keep playing because like any other metal gear game it gets really weird really fast like it takes like a, a really sharp turn it's like yeah government conspiracies and all that other all that other metal gear shit yeah yeah like that's how it's gone definitely for metal gear Solid one and two so i know that this last episode is 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 gonna get crazy i do know that um but i, I i'm just because i was enjoying metal gear solid one and metal gear solid two the whole way through with this game i am not having that same thought you know um so if this game can turn it all around in that in in this last stream i'm gonna be very shocked you know like i'm gonna be shocked for sure 
Um, but if you remember a little bit of MGS3, I am heading up to the mountains. I just beat the boss fight called The End, if you recall him, that old man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I just beat him, and we're going up the mountain uh, to do all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. We, we'll we'll see, but so far, uh, definitely my least favorite Metal Gear Solid so far, for sure. Um, what else have I been playing? Arachnite? I'm still on that road company grind, man. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro, I'm gonna go pro. I'm I, I'm gonna go professional on this game for real. You know, I got I got access to a new rogue. I unlocked it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, via in-game challenges and all that great stuff, and all that in-game reputation that you get in Rogue Company. It's fantastic, Arachnite. I'm 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 having a great time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm say. I'm happy for So I'm say. At some point, I gotta take off Rogue Company PS5 off what I've been playing because I don't say anything new about it, to be honest. Just other than that, it's good. But I do want to make sure that everyone's aware that Rogue Company is fantastic it, and it's free to play. That's all I'm saying. I'm happy for you. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> La- Last of year, last of year. Um, I just got my tiptoes into the retail version of Outriders. Of course, uh, People Can Fly developed, uh, previously developed uh, Gears of War and Bulletstorm, I believe, as well. Um, it's available on Game Pass if you are interested in checking it out for a low, low price. But of course, I paid for it over here on the PS5. You know what I'm saying? The Ragnet, we we out here paying for games. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we're going to be paying for another game, too. But we'll talk about that in a little bit later. Um, Outriders. Are you going to check it out? I believe you have Game Pass. Oh, wait, no. I don't think you do have Game Pass. I, I forgot. I, I I do. It's just, like, I got rid of it, but I could go back. Right, right. I mean, like, is it on the PC version of Game Pass? That's also a question. I know not I, all games are... I, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything regarding it, but I also haven't looked too closely. Okay. Okay. Like okay. that well, demo yeah. kind of turned me off from mm. the game. Under understandable. Understandable. You know, Outriders is is gonna be one of is is one of the Kevin games where it's um it's I mean it's it's really what I've been describing it as. It's the division meets Destiny for me personally. I agree. Um. Yeah, it's it's hundred percent. That's what that game is. It's it's those two things mixed together. To be honest, um, and I love Division Two. I love Destiny, so it, it it works for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I've been I spent maybe like an hour with the retail version. Nothing too crazy. The only thing I do want to say that they did improve is they did add the ability to remove the motion blur, which was a big critique I had with the demo. So you can take it off and the final build. It looks great without it. Look, it's, it's looking great, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't look like the best game, right, on next-gen hardware. Um, but I still think it looks good, you know? It looks like lowercase good. You know what I'm saying, Arachnite? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It looks it's it looks good, but not insane, right? Um, but yeah, I'm still enjoying it. I, I, I plan to uh, continue the story and beat it at least... Uh, this month, so uh, definitely be be uh, be be wow, that was a fuck up. Be on the lookout for my Outriders impressions as we continue on on save slot. So uh, 
So far, so good, man. So far, so good. So we'll be doing some gaming here. You know what I'm saying? All that great stuff. In case you missed it on the channel, we did uh, cover in a live stream on Monday the PlayStation Store officially closing, which we will get to that um, in our first news topics because that's now official. We did have a we did have a discussion about it last week as the main topic, just um, as uh, as well. No, like it was the main topic, but we we talked a lot about it last week. Uh, and you can just basically apply last week's topic to being true now instead of us saying that it was rumored So that's pretty much what it is right there, but we'll touch a little bit on it later on uh, I did rank the ratchet and clank games So you can check out that as well if you're interested in my ranking on all those games after streaming all of them Once again, you can watch those streams on public playlist on the channel uh, We also did a recap of the PS plus games for April 2021 and I will go over those in a little bit. But first up, Arachne, I got to give some love. I'm sure if you guys are on the podcast feed, right? I'm sure you guys saw it on the feed yesterday by the time you guys are listening to this podcast. But we did announce Road to Rift Apart. It's going down. It's happening. It's going live every Friday at 10 a.m. on podcast services and YouTube comments is placed in source. And it will be co-hosting. Uh, with Tajay, the homie Tajay. He's a big Ratchet and Clank fan and I definitely wanted to come on. Uh, so we'll, we'll be doing just a weekly podcast. It's not going to be as long as Save Slot Podcast. Uh, it's going to be very much a, you know, Road 2 series in terms of like the max runtime is going to be probably like an hour 15, hour 30 at absolute maximum. We we might go a little bit longer for spoiler cast and all that. Um, but I'm very excited for Road to Road Depart. And uh, I kind of went off on the beat with that intro. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So definitely go check it out. Uh, definitely excited for that. And of course, Arachnite will of course pop up if he does get the game on some review uh, episodes, spoiler cast. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. So that's that. It's, definitely excited to start Road to Root Apart. What's up? Go it, it's the first podcast I haven't been co-hosting in a year and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's weird, bro. It's weird. It's weird. You know, it's weird. But hey, I can't help it, bro. You you you're not into. I mean, y- you just haven't played the Ratchet and Clank games, right? So like it, you know. As much as I would love to have you on as a co-host, it just I don't think it would fit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'm not passionate about Ratchet and Clank, and Ratchet and Clank, so I wouldn't be able to put too much into it. Right, right, right. But you know, things like, of course, Spider-Man Two makes perfect sense. Yeah, you know, I'm, no. I'm there. Right. I, Absolutely. Are you there for Horizon? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good to know. Uh, Good Horizon to know. was a game I played. Thought it was. Uh, thought it was solid, and it just that was it. It never. It never hit me the same way that it hit other people. Okay. 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 We'll see. We'll we'll see who I get for that. I suppose we will see but uh now the you know i turned the arachnite ps5 watch to be just updates on ps5 inventory sales figures all that great stuff right but the first thing i wanted to talk to you about arachnite i saw this on twitter monday morning and i was blown away i linked it down below here uh in the description but uh, uh uh someone built a gaming pc for the weekend I'm a huge weekend fan. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, I assume Arachna already knew that, but just in case you didn't, I'm a, I'm a big weekend fan. And they built this blinding lights esque type of after hours themed PC for the weekend, 
And listen, this PC right here, Arachnite, this one right here, when I make fun of the PC, it's not this one. You know what I'm saying? It's not this one. That's all I had to say. You know what I'm saying? I... Like... No, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> I can... I, 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 I feel... I feel cautious <laughs> with my take. Do the, you not like the weekend? That's that's okay. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> over some of the PCs I've seen, and even my own, my baby, I wouldn't take it. You're a you're a you're a coward. You know that. I, if <laughs> if if it can only stay the color palettes that it was, like I know you can, they're programmable. You can change them. If I could change them. I don't know. But if it came as it was and I couldn't change it, yeah, no. I'm going to be real here. Now, I'm kind of with you because, you know, I'm not a fan of red. Right? That's not my bag. I don't uh, like red. All right. You know. <laughs> You're really going to come after me like that? No, uh, sir. I'm sorry. Are you red? Yeah. <laughs> Literally everything. If I took a picture of my setup... Even my Hydro, which is right here, is red. Everything is red. Like, my lights, my controller, my keyboard, my mouse. My 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 vessels of refreshment. <laughs> my headset. Vessels of refreshment. And I like that. my headset and my mic. Everything is red. Listen, all I'm saying is that if we were to cancel a color, I would be down to cancel red. Uh... Orange is right there. <laughs> Orange is tolerable. You're you know? going to tell me in the year of our Lord, <laughs> 2021, with the with some of the fire shots I have taken in Ghost of Tsushima with a red background, you're going to tell me we're going to get rid of red and not, like, orange or, like, lime green? What's, what's wrong with lime green? Ugly. What's wrong with orange? Ugly. Nah, man. Tell me. Red. Red has just too much negative juju with it. Fire. You know, hell. You know, when you end the call, it's a red button. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop at a stop sign. Red lights. I think you're a coward. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of, a lot of negativity with I think, I think you're just not. Red. I think you're just not strong enough to handle red. <laughs> Oh man! Like you gotta, Maybe I'm not. Daredevil. Daredevil's cool. Spider Man. Sp uh, Spider Man has some blue in it, so you know it's fine. But come <laughs> on, man! Ba Batman <laughs> Beyond. Batman has some black in it, you know. It's alright. I don't mind red as an accent color necessarily. You know what I'm saying? If it's accented, that's you know, it is what it is. But like all red, uh, Daredevil is literally right there. Yeah, yeah. Daredevil's, you know what? Dare, Daredevil, Iron Man, they can stay. You know. They're, they're, you, Arachnite as well, you know, you can stay. You know. You Everything like else blue gets and yellow, gamer. That's I do. one of the I worst do. color combinations I've ever heard. 
Okay, now you're just fucking around. Don't even insult me. <laughs> next up here, <laughs> next up here on the Arachnid PS5 watch, PS5 sales sales are steadily improving in Japan. This comes to us from Semi Barker at Push Square, link below in the description. Uh, we uh, have observed, they said here, uh, from Famitsu sales data that the system um, has now sold over 500,000 units in its home territory in Japan. So it is uh, getting a steady increase of sales figures uh, in Japan, which is good to hear and good to see, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it looks like here there was an update to this article as well because they were given some new data from March 22nd to March 28th of this year. They say, quote, Position 5 continued its excellent sales streak, shifting another 62,295 units, putting its life-to-date total at 580,211 units in Japan. Uh, so... Uh, of course, they do note here that the Switch is obliterating every console in Japan, of course. But uh, PlayStation is, is still, you know, seeing an increase and an uptick in people buying buying the system in Japan. So, that's cool right there. What is this, Arachnid? What is I, this, bro? You're going to tell oh, me. Oh, that's Ghost. Bro, I thought that was the Snyder Cut. <laughs> bro? <laughs> From afar, I thought that was the you're homie. What what what? What's his name, bro? Huh? Stefan Wolf? Like the the is that his name? Yeah, the, the big, big metal. The, thing. the big bad. Yeah, that's Stefan Wolf. I thought he was Darkseid. Well, Darkseid is the guy with the Omega symbol. He's gray. Well, like all gray. Stefan Wolf has like silver armor. Why did the Snyder Cut have to get released? You know, like why? It. God, you have the worst takes sometimes. I mean, you know what? I'm just fucking around with the Snyder Cut. I've only seen an hour of it, you know. But I'm, I just can't bring myself to watch the full thing. I know I have to at some point, you know. All I'm saying, the whole reason I said that is you're going to tell me that red's a bad color and look at that. That is fire. That is great. Red is a, a, red is a beautiful color. How, how do I say that... I don't like red, but red is a good color on things. How do I say that properly? It, I'm just it, not a personal fan. No, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I, I know. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. But I'm just saying, like, you're getting rid of red when there are other colors right there. Hurt me. It, it, I felt it in my soul. Is there a color that we can cancel that we agree upon? I still think, like, a lime green can go. Um, like a light I, green? I don't know. I don't really like neon that... I don't like, like, the, like, bright yellow neon or bright pink neon. I think we can get... Uh, I was gonna say we can get rid of yellow, but it's, like, half of your stick. Yeah, nah, yellow's, yellow's kinda gotta stay. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, I mean, hey... I'm getting rid of your red, so if you if you want to do a fair trade and get rid of my yellow, it's fine. Nah, yeah, there, there's some cool yellow. Mm. Uh, I still think orange can go. Orange is all right. Orange can stay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Orange can stay. But last week, of course, we talked a lot about the closures uh, for the PSP store, PS3, and the PS Vita store for uh, PlayStation Store, and it has been announced to be official. Um, so we got some new info here in terms of there was a question last week of if we're going to be able to download purchase games that we have on our account. We can still download 
games that are purchased before the cutoff dates for both of the stores um and those will be available for us to download in the future right so uh, just to reiterate of course on uh, july 2nd ps3 and psp playstation stores will be taken offline and the ps vita store will shut down august 27th and so they do say that um if a game has let me see if i can remember cross buy functionality with ps3 and ps vita or ps3 and psp you will still be able to redeem said games on those platforms with no problem you're still going to be able to redeem uh game code vouchers if you have those laying around that you haven't redeemed them yet those will not turn off you will still be able to redeem ps plus memberships on those platforms as well uh, if you have those there pretty much the only thing that you won't be able to do is buy brand new games from the stores right um so i know we talked about this a lot so i don't know how much time we we really have to spend on this but do you have any thoughts arachnid about this whole thing now that now that it's official emulation has gone up mm. from what i've been hearing people have been emulating games a lot more i wonder yeah. why yeah yeah and and at at this particular junction for these specific hardware platforms i don't care right like if 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 you know like especially if it comes after they shut down the stores right and you really want to play a game and you emulate it i have no ill will or 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 shame to throw at you you know what I'm saying? Uh, a couple things that were also announced along with this news was that the PS Vita messaging system will also go offline. Uh, so right now, currently, I could message Arachnite off of my PS5. I mean, I'm sorry, off of my Vita, and I could send a message to his PS5 if I wanted to, right? But that that will be taken offline um, when the when the uh, store also is taken offline. And uh, there was a cool article as well on Pushware. Well, not cool and like. It's the greatest terms, but uh, they they compiled all of the digital only games that are on all of these different uh, platforms, and they broke down this list: around 730 digital only PS3 games, around six, 630 digital only PS Vita games, a small number of digital only PSP games, 293 PlayStation Minis, 336 PlayStation 2 Classics and around 260 PlayStation 1 classics will all be gone when these stores shut down. And that kind of sucks. You know? And that just kind of sucks, Arachnite. You know what I'm saying? That's that's over 2,000... No, sorry. Over 2,200 digital games just will essentially cease to exist. Yikes. You know what I'm saying? That hurts, man. Kind of sucks. Uh, that does kind of suck. But uh, Th those emulation sites looking pretty good right now. Hey man, hey again, you know, that's that's hey. If 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 that's the wave, and there's no other way to play these games uh, via buying them or purchasing them, I say by all means, sir, go at it, King. You know. So uh I'm still, you know, building my list on different Vita games that I still have to buy because I don't see myself buying any PS3 games or any PSP games, to be honest, but mainly it's the Vita that I'm really looking for. Um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, it it sucks. And I think the biggest thing that 
I think the last thing I, I want to highlight on this topic is that um, I don't know if you've been seeing Arachne, but there have been a lot of uh, developers that were developing for the PlayStation Vita that have now had to cancel their games because they were not told ahead of time that they were, you know, shutting down the store on the Vita. You yeah, know? I like, heard. That, I heard. That's horrible. That's fucked up, man. That's yeah. the fu- They were selling uh, dev kits for the Vita like a month before this. It's that, bullshit. That is horrible. It's. It reminds me. It's not the the example I'm about to use isn't nearly as bad. But it's like the uh, the cyberpunk team got mm-hmm. told they were delaying the game. Like last minute. It's like, oh, the game's set to launch soon. It's like, oh yeah, we're delaying it. And they didn't, only the higher-ups know. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's like, okay, we're almost done with the game. Then we can take a break and come back and fix it. Uh, Not even the social media manager knew. Because like a day before, they said, it's like, yeah. Like a guy asked, like, am I good to take the day off next week? And like, yeah, go for it. And then wow. the next day is like, oh yeah, by the way, we delayed again. Yeah, that's so that was, fucking ass, bro. I I would have been crushed. I would have been Hell like, yeah. if I had taken the day off for Cyberpunk, I would have been crushed in two different ways. If I took the day off and they're like, well, never mind, sorry, that would have hurt. Also, yeah. Also, yeah. if the game did release, and I took the day off to play Cyberpunk, that also would have hurt. Is that like, I've been waiting for this game for like eight years? Let's play it. Wow, this game kind of ass. <laughs> oh man, I mean, like, be besides all that, right? Like, not even trying to belittle, belittle the point that you're making, because I do agree with that notion. Um, uh, like, number two, is that like these developers? make games for their livelihood yeah right like so yeah i'm not saying that all devs do that right like there are some devs that have a nine to five that come home that come home after work and they're making a game right um but there are other developers and probably the majority right maybe but of course there are devs that rely on putting out games for an income so for you to have and have the knowledge of and know that developers are working on games for your platform and then you cut the store and not even make them aware of it it's just like the biggest backhand disrespect spin the facing i've ever heard in my entire life you know what i'm saying and i think that there could be a notion of a disconnect in terms of whoever makes the decision to cut the stores off of vita right perhaps there's a disconnect from that team and the team that is managing development teams for developing vita games right like those that ship out the dev kits maybe there's a maybe there's a disconnect there that they were not aware of what was coming either you know hence why they were shipping out dev kits right maybe that could be the case but still ultimately that doesn't excuse the lack of communication within playstation that would that is where we're at now you know, like bottom line, like this is what happens. You know, so it sucks, man. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it's... yeah, and and trust me, we have a lot more bad Sony uh, news to talk about as well. Let's go. Uh, for the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is gonna be a pretty salty episode for sure, for sure. 
because I have some colorful thoughts. But yeah, overall, this shit sucks. Um, I feel for the I feel for the devs out there, you know. Um, so I think the official last Vita game is going to be uh, oh that one plat no that one roguelike that I told you about, uh, Scourgebringer I think it's called Scourgebringer. Uh, it's a it's a roguelike. It's coming out on the twenty second. I believe that's officially like the last PlayStation Vita game. I think there might be one more, but I think it's that one. So yeah, man, sucks to suck, but uh, we will see. We will see. Next up here, I just want to highlight this game because, uh, of course, I just beat Five Nights Fifteen, and this was uh, the Project Athia game that was released. Um, no, not not released. Was announced at the Square Enix event recently, and uh, it got a brand new name. It's called Four Spoken, as we know already. Uh, but via a new PlayStation trailer for the game, they said that there's going to be more info about this game coming later this year. And the more I look at this game, man, the more I'm hyped about it, bro. Like, like I think this game looks fucking great. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just want to highlight that. You know, I don't know if you have any thoughts on it, but I thought. It's looking pretty cool, and I can't wait to see more about this game. Coming to PlayStation 5 uh, for a console exclusive, but also coming to PC as well. You'll have to see it. I think, you know it, I'm lo- I think it looks pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Especially, like, after playing 15, right? Right. And loving that combat, you know? And loving that, uh, that, that, that fucking warp strike, Arachnite. Satisfying, you know? Satisfying as hell. We got some good Insomniac news news as well this week. Don't know if you checked it out, uh, but they did add a new suit to the game. So this is coming to PS4 and PS5 on Miles Morales. Uh, you will be getting the advanced tech suit, and it also includes a variety of different fixes for the game, as well as, on, as, well as only on PS5. The update adds realistic muscle deformation on select suits. So what this does essentially is that it shows naturally Miles' character model. You can primarily see this um, in the shoulders. Uh, in some certain shots and cutscenes, uh, where it was looking a little bit flat in the build that we played early on, uh, but now it's gonna show more prominently, like the actual muscle character model, um, on those suits that will allow that to be right. Uh, so did you get a chance to check out this new suit? I I did. I did check it out. Oh, uh, Owen actually uh, DM me as soon as they posted it. Okay. Okay. Uh, how we? Uh, how? How? Uh, yeah. Like how we feel about it? Uh, it's tight. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Like it doesn't look. Like it looks sleek. Like it looks good. But it doesn't look like anything crazy. You know. Like. Uh, there there is no suit in Miles Morales currently that I would choose over the uh, the 2020 suit. Hmm. Hmm. Right. I I love the 2020 suit, mostly because of the jacket. Bro, I just love that visor, man. I love the headphones. Like it's such a fucking good suit, bro. It's a good suit. It is the best suit in the game, in my mm. opinion. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Insomniac did that for Miles Morales, but they also did a little something, something that honestly, yo, I was kind of mad about a little bit. They put 60 frames. On Ratchet and Clank 2016 on PS5. This is right after I fucking streamed the fucking game, Arachnite. Damn. I could have streamed this shit in 60 frames. Fuck. 
god damn it you know what i'm saying but hey it it, it looks fantastic now dude it looks great uh do you think you're gonna be able to i mean do you think you'll play this the because uh, i the i mean like i assumed you redeemed it yeah right? um, yeah man I, I think you might enjoy it perhaps you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you know maybe maybe a little bit closer to maybe like a little bit uh near rift apart you know yeah. and a if it helps it's a very short game you could probably beat it in one sitting to be honest really yeah it's it's like a six hour game bro it's it's really 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 quick you know so why not man and also in 60 frames so yeah get to play it better than me so Pain. hate to see it hate to see it next up here uh, of course, Arachnid's favorite game, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, they say is uh, getting, and by they, I mean uh, CD Projekt Red, is getting close to reveal it again on PlayStation uh, Store. So uh, they were asked about when the game would turn would return to PlayStation Store, and the business and the business development uh, over at uh, the studio named Michael Nowakowski. I think that's right. Said, quote, we have published several patches. We have just published a really big one yesterday, and we have published several hotfixes. Each and every one of them brings us closer to being back on the PSN store. However, the final decision, you have to understand, belongs to Sony. We do believe we're closer than we are closer than further, but of course the final call is theirs, so let's wait and see. Arachnite. I think we should place a bet. Are you are you down the place a bit? Uh, let's hear let's hear what you got in mind. Let's um, I mean yeah we we usually bet. You know what? Let's let's lay out the wager first. Do do you want the rules of the bet first or the wager first? Let's hear the wager and then we'll talk about the rules. See, because we always talk about games, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if what if we did something crazy, right? What if it's like, hey, I'll I'll buy you a pizza. You know, I can buy with like, the pizza. Winner buys the other one with the pizza. Like not nothing crazy. We're not doing like a seventy dollar game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Let's we'll we'll bet. yeah we'll save those for like row two series and, and you know different stuff like that. But like some save slot bets. They're they're you know easy like Sunday morning, as one might say. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. That Cyberpunk will be on the PlayStation Store until the PS5 version's ready. Hmm. When do you think Cyberpunk will be on the PlayStation Store? You can say a month. You can say a year. You know, you, like like you, you know what? Probably not a year because that's too much time. You could say at max like a month. Uh, when do you think Cyberpunk is coming? To the PSN store. I was I was honestly thinking of between like one to three months. And like I, and I don't I think they're gonna just try to get it out the door as quickly as possible. Like to the to the state where it's like an acceptable state, but like where it's like, oh we're not gonna wait till the PS5 version's done because we need this on the store right now. Right. Right. So it's right. like 
it is now acceptable on a PS4 and runs well on a PS5, but the PS5 version, you're going to have to wait for. Okay. It's, okay. It is incredible how much of a disaster Cyberpunk was that it changed how developers, like, promote their games. Or, like, companies promote their games. Like, even CD Projekt was like, we're not going to announce games until we're, like, pretty decently in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, they canceled the multiplayer portion of the game as well, you know? Like, a lot of stuff happened. The multiplayer was going to be fucking garbage. I'm glad they got rid of it. <laughs> like, that, that gunplay in the game was garbage. Oh, man. Like, hot trash. That, the multiplayer would have been awful. I'm glad they got rid of it. Like... Yeah, that and like didn't they say um that they're that they're working to also uh well, you know, our next story, I guess we don't have to, don't have to talk about too much because we're covering it right now. Yes, there is a one point two patch available for Cyberpunk on PS4 and PS5. It's forty four gigabytes, so it's fucking big. Uh <laughs> pause. Uh there's there's a there's like patch notes online that are that are multiple pages I hear. Um I did want to ask you, Arachnite, I know I just cut you off on your point. But did you check out the 1.2 update? I know it exists, but Cyberpunk has been uninstalled since I was done with it. I see. I like, see. I see. Right. I, 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 de- I decided for myself, it's like, I'm not going to replay it or go through it again until it's in a better state. And yikes. I, I, it's still, I know I just said it, but it's like, this game, I, in, I, in recent history, I'd say Cyberpunk was the, the biggest, like, holy shit, we fucked up in a long time in the game's, like, in game development. Because the second, the second closest thing I can think of is Anthem. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It is interesting to see like which one's worse, Cyberpunk or Anthem. I think they're both pretty close. I'd say. Uh, I'd say Anthem is a worse game, but the way that CD like promoted Cyberpunk right. made the bomb drop that much worse. Like Anthem right. is a worse game, right. but Cyberpunk like they built it up. Like I remember watching the Night City like. Night City Wire or whatever it was called. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this game looks kind of interesting. And it looked like everything in Night City Wire is like everything looked pretty solid and looked good and ran well and there was a lot to do. And then when you get to the actual game, it's like you can't even go on a roller coaster. I think that's something they're patching in. Jesus and that Christ. was in a, and that was in a Night City Wire. It's hmm. like and it's like yeah, no, the, the way that promoted the game made the bomb drop that much worse. And it, yeah. it changed things. It changed things forever. Like, it sucks. It's like they said, they promoted the game. It's like, oh, this is going to change RPGs forever. It's like, yeah, you're goddamn right it did. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it definitely changed the gaming landscape for sure. In a way that, you know, we've, we've seen similar stories. Like, of course, you brought up Anthem. Very similar story uh, in terms of just 
just like generally speaking uh no man's sky as well but this one definitely had the biggest ripples in the in the industry for sure absolutely um so when do you think we'll see like when am i going to be able to buy cyberpunk 2077 on psn june june okay i like that okay june 2021 okay i'm saying when the ps5 version drops i think that's what it is like i think that one 100 they have that on the store day one right their 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 brand fresh coat of paint ps5 version i feel like that way sony and cyberpunk and the dev team right can kind of um distance themselves from the word playstation 4 version of cyberpunk right like i think having the ps5 version is the way to do that and i think that 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 is when we will see it you know which i know sounds crazy because like you would think they want it up there as soon as possible but i just don't know bro i just don't know if it's gonna make it but june makes sense too because i can also see arachnite you know them coming out um at uh you know summer games fest or e3 or they do their own press conference you know and they announce hey it'll be available next week on playstation store you know something like that right yeah. i could i could definitely see that too for sure i i still think they're gonna just try and get it out the door because it legally it would be better for them instead it's like we should wait for the ps5 patch to come it's like we just need we need this to be acceptable legally <laughs> Right, right, right. And we shall see. We shall see. The, the, uh, sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, the, uh, you're good. I'm done. Uh, the bet is written down. A pizza is on the line. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Pizza's on the line. Pizza's on the line. And also, I'll, I'll throw in a pizza of your choice right there. I'm not going to be a stingy motherfucker and send you, like, a fucking Lunchables pizza. Oh, absolutely not. Like. I'm not a fucking asshole. I, you know I, w- I was thinking, like. How much do you, like, usually spend on a pizza? Because with a delivery and, like, yeah. all that, it's, like, 20 bucks for me. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, I go, I mean, if it's just me, it, 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 if it's just me eating the pizza, right, I, I try to have restraint and exercise a little bit of restraint in terms of, like, the size of pizza I get. So I am one to, hey, if it's just your boy here chilling, I'll get the medium. The sm- not the like personal pan bullshit, not that small, but you know I'll get I'll get a smaller size pizza generally speaking, for myself right. So that ends up being about you know seventeen sixteen dollars delivery, right. So we're in the same ballpark. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like if if I win the bet, I'm obviously not gonna make you do that. I am a pizza rat. Mm. Like it is. You know how your family like knows like it's like oh he's always done that or it's like it's it's like one of your characteristics. Yes. And like they not make fun of it but they joke around with it. Since I was a baby, a bab, <laughs> I I was a pizza goblin. Mm. Like I've always loved pizza. It's my favorite food. Uh, Pizza's fire. Pizza's fire. So. Even if it's just me and I'm chilling, it's like, yeah, I'll get a large stuffed crust pizza. 
Fuck yeah, bro. And, Fuck yeah. And I'll just vibe with that. Like that's how I that's how I finished up Persona, like Persona Four. I started at like four p.m. and I didn't stop playing until like four a.m. Jesus Christ. And yeah, man. I can't even like play games for like more than three hours straight. Like I I have to get up and just like do something else. <laughs> you, you know. I don't know. I don't know. But hey, more fucking power to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just have too much guilt to down like an extra large or like large pizza and stuff. Like, I just have too much guilt. It's not me. I mean, I'm sorry. It's not you. It's me. Like, I'm the one with the problem. Like, guilt is like, this is like 3,000 calories in a box. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, man. Like, dude, that Kevin, like, you can't do this to your body. You know? But like, you already put it through so much hell. You know? It'd be like that sometimes. With, with me, however, I go running just about every day. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, I'll burn, like, 1,500 calories in a workout. It's like, you know what? I burned it. Right. Right. See, because you're sensible and you're smart. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> oh, man. Next up here, we got some news here involving The Last of Us show, HBO's next upcoming project, of course. And uh, they are shooting uh, in July. They just got reports in from CBC that they will be shooting in Calgary, Canada first, starting uh, July and they will be officially beginning July 5th, and it won't wrap up until June 8th of 2022. So, so it's going to be a full calendar year of filming, pretty much. You know, um, At first, I thought it was, like, odd. At, like, that seemed kind of long, right? But then I took into account, okay, yeah, this is a series, right? Like, it's not like it's a movie. I was thinking, like, a movie type of set. Um, times, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and claim that I know a lot about production and, and like how long it takes to shoot a series versus a movie, but that one felt long to me as well. But how do you feel about this? Like, if you know a little bit more, Arachnite, about that whole thing, like, is that a super long shoot for a show like this? Like, for HBO shows specifically? Or I what are your thoughts? don't have enough information to like say it sounds long to. Mm-hmm. to to those not very knowledgeable such as myself at least that's what i assume yeah but when you think about the the base game it takes course over a calendar year it does yeah that's what i thought too so so they need time to like film in each kind of weather condition and they could like depending on how long the series is like it takes time to do all that and it's not like you can well you could but I, I believe they're trying to make it genuine. It's like, oh yeah, this is winter. It's like winter, spring, fall, and trying to really capture that the seasons in the game, which yeah. which I can respect. And I'm 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 not like foaming at the mouth for the show. It's not like something I'm dying over. I'll I'll be excited. It's like, oh yeah, it's coming out in like a month or two. It's like cool. I'll check it out. But I'm not yeah. like foaming at the mouth for it right now. Like I'm just gonna let them do their thing and hope it's good. Yeah, I, I'm already thinking about content. I'm making off of Arachnid, so you know, I'm 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 in the I'm in a similar hype boat. I'm a little bit more excited for it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just want to see like I just can't wait till we get like set pictures. You know, um, uh, they I think it was Druckmann, but he was talking about how he got to look at the animatronic 
for the fucking clicker and he was blown away by it. I can't wait to see that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but we also had a quote here about how this show will deviate from the main game. From Neil Druckmann says you quote, In the game, there's so much action you have to train the player about mechanics. You have to have more violence and more and more spectacle to some degree than you would need on a TV show because you don't need to train people on how to use a gun that are watching the show. So that's something that's been really different. And and HBO's been great in pushing us to move away from hardcore action and focus more on the drama of the character. Which is uh, great to hear, you know, because um, obviously the OG Last of Us, right, isn't known story-wise or, like, game-wise as a whole for its gameplay, right? The gameplay isn't incredible or groundbreaking in The Last of Us. It's that story, you know? So, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. So, I'm very, very excited for that. Yeah, so, um, I'll I'll take a wild prediction. Um, I bet we get a Last of Us trailer at game awards this year yeah that's that's six months i think six months in i think that you 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 can cut a fire trailer you know yeah, for sure. dude what if they recreate the first game trailer for last of us you know mm-hmm. that could be kind of cool that would be or cool. at least or like or maybe like at least like similar shots you know yeah no, no. something something reminiscent yeah yeah that me need. I just want to see my boy Pedro play fucking Joel. Let's go. That's gonna be good. Let's go. Hell yeah. Let's talk about E3. <laughs> E3 2021. Bullshit. <laughs> I have an interesting take, Arachnite. You know, but let's you know what? Before you crucify me for my take, possibly, let's go over what was reported here. Uh, because we do have some updates on this story as well. So there was some rumors going around via Video Game Chronicle that uh, the, that you know he was he was speaking to some sources that were familiar with this whole thing, and he reported that the firm was considering charging a thirty-five dollar fee for premium pass, which would include as ex- ex- exclusive bonuses like on-demand game demos uh, and others of the sort. And so then an ESA spokesperson came out very close to this whole thing coming out like it was like maybe like an hour after the esa says quote i can't confirm on behalf of the esa that there will be no elements at e3 2021 that will be behind a paid for pass or paywall um so they seem to have completely negated that notion of a premium pass you know but there's still some question about that as well because like I think it was the way they like well here let's read it one one more time so i can confirm on behalf of the esa that there will be no elements at e3 2021 that will be behind the pay paid for pass or paywall yeah so that's pretty definitive right that's that that that's the that's pretty definitive so you know whatever e3 is will remain free this year right but i got a arachnite let me let me let me let me kind of walk you through my thought process. Can I can I just take a little stroll with you really quick? You know, by is that cool? Means, by all means. You know, perhaps a light rain is happening. You know, you know some flowers. Right here we go. Right for thirty five dollars, if I was given access to play some of the demos that I would have played on the show floor. Whether it be streamed using Google Stadia technology or, you know, whatever service they have. And it works for my setup. Works for my internet. 
right? If I'm able to experience these demos for $35, as someone that cares a lot about these games, right? I know it's kind of shitty to say, Arachne. I know it's kind of shitty to say. I think I would have paid that. I understand. Just, like, just for the demos, bro. Like, I understand if it was, demos. Yeah. If it was $35 to watch E3, you got me fucked up. Hell no. Hell no. You know? But the demos? I think that could be something that could be worth $35. For sure. What do you think? I, I agree with the demos aspect. Like, uh, if, if you told me like hypothetically that I could have played some some demos for like 35 bucks like the Spider-Man PS4 demo or something like that games such as those I would pay $35 for that I absolutely would but hell yeah it's but E3 has been these are the di these are the breasts of a dying man like true like the last gasps of life because e3 was already dying and then the pandemic happened and then it started really dying i i give i i think next year or the year after and then it's a wrap like mm. Mm. summer games fest the directs like nintendo direct playstation direct Xbox has one too, but I forgot what it's called. Doesn't matter. They, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> so, it, the desperate, desperate attempts of just trying to salvage whatever they can, even though it's leaving them behind. And honestly, I don't care. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Like... It hurts, right? Because I'm sure your childhood dream was to go to E3. Oh, right absolutely. Day. Absolutely. But not this E3, right? Like no. a traditional E3. You know what I'm right. saying? We're I talking fucking, like 2010 E3. I would have fucking killed. Killed Arachnite to be at like E3 2013 when they unveiled the PS4. I would have fucking died to be there, you know? Um... So yeah, like, you know, it, it, it does suck. And like, I was trying to make some moves literally the year that PlayStation didn't go to actually go to E3, right? And it just never panned out because, you know, obviously a big portion of why I would go was to see that Sony conference, right? Um, but yeah, like, yeah, again, you know, this is an interesting proposition. This is an interesting move. I think that if they're able to give demos to consumers digitally right i think that could be a interesting way to go about reshaping and reforming what e3 means you know and what e3 is right but i think you know as a sole place to have games be announced right i just don't know who's really you know going to uh sign on for e3 you know because like you said playstation has stay to play Xbox has whatever the fuck that's called. Nintendo Directs, you know, uh, uh, EA Play, you know what I'm saying? Ubisoft has their own stuff. So, like, and, of course, Jeff Keighley, Summer Game Fest, you know? There's just so many other avenues now that, 
you know, have risen because of the pandemic and just because of just inevitability. Like E3 was shifting even before the the pandemic. The pandemic just accelerated E3's death, honestly. You know? Absolutely. Last thing here, uh, the ESA also announced that they changed the name of E3. Now it's the Electronics Entertainment Experience instead of Expo. Just, which just, like hey ah oh, man which like you know i mean i guess that makes more sense if it's gonna be a digital showcase i guess because you're not at a physical expo but you know i don't know man r.i.p e3 you know r.i.p r.i.p poor one out to the homie poor one out. iraq we've arrived at the question of the week I simply ask you, what is going on with PlayStation, Arachne? What is, what is going on? Let's talk about this, okay? This broke yesterday. I was at work. I was chilling. I'm seeing all this MLB shit. I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on, right? So let's just let's talk a little bit firsthand, Arachne, before we get into this whole rigmarole, right? Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty devout PlayStation fan. Arachne, I assume your favorite console is a PlayStation. Is that is that pretty correct? Yes. Right. Okay. So, that's number 1. Number 2. Um I don't care about sports games, let alone MLB. Arachnite, do you have a different perspective on sports games or and or MLB? Um uh, no. I Okay, same. Same. Okay. Okay. As long as that's that's out there first, I think then we can go into our thoughts and opinions on this whole thing uh just keeping that on the top okay so yes we're we're playstation fans but no we don't really care about mlb right but what i do care about are playstation first party games right like 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 that's that's my main focus on focusing on this whole story is that yes it is mlb the show 21 and i don't necessarily care about mlb in itself but this is this whole thing is intriguing because it is a first party developed PlayStation game. Okay. Let's go over the news that came out yesterday. So, uh, it has been announced that <laughs> that the uh, the Sony developed MLB The Show 21 will be free at launch for Game Pass subscribers on both Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and Xbox One. While the game will be sold at full price on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. That doesn't rub me the right way. Like, that... If, if Sony had their own thing, I could see them doing both, but they don't have their own thing. It seems a little premature. It's... It, I've been wrestling with this a lot, right, over the past 24 hours. Like, like, like really trying to break down how I feel about this, right? And I think that, you know, I am, I see no issue with what we have been seeing before at this point, where, uh, you know, we have Days Gone coming to PC coming up soon, right? A game that's two years old, right? We had Horizon Zero Dawn hit, 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 hit PC, right? Three years old at that point, you know what I'm saying? Like, games that have for the most part exhausted their sales potential on the PlayStation platform 
bringing it over to PC a few years later, I honestly do not have a problem with overall, right? This is something entirely fucking different that I cannot believe that 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 this is a true statement. I I can't believe it. You know, um, it is so wild to me, right? And I'm not sitting here and like I'm not gonna say, oh, I'm fucking mad at PlayStation. Oh my god, like I'm gonna go on this. I'm not gonna sign that dumbass petition. That <laughs> did you see that? I did not. There was a petition to remove Jim Ryan from CEO at Sony. You know what I'm saying? And even though I do have some opinions and thoughts about Jim Ryan, you know, I, I'm I, I don't like him that much. To be honest, you know, um, I'm not like I'm saying I'm not I'm 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 because I really don't feel and I'm trying not to come off like one of the crazy fanboys that are on Twitter. Right. I'm just trying to sit down and really kind of take in that a first party developed game is going to be on Game Pass at launch. While the consumers that have, you know, most likely own a PlayStation 4, own a PlayStation 5, and have any sort of interest in MLB 21, they have had that interest for, I'm, I'm assuming, a long time, right? Like, like, there are, like, it's an annual franchise, right? So there are people that bought a PS5. I have friends. I mean, Arachnite, our very own uh the real deathly right my homie my cousin billy right we did road to i do uh, i do Miles remember, i do remember him. him that entity that person you know he loves mob right like he plays it every year so to have that group of people that have been supporting mob for the longest time you know, buy the PlayStation hardware to get access to MLB The Show are now getting essentially slapped in the face because it's going to be essentially free on the competitor's console platform is fucking wild to me. It's crazy. It, Blasphemy. I don't know. It's... I, Sony really needs to, like, try and develop something like the Game Pass... Because then I can see it makes sense. But right now it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, again, you know, here's where we're going to get into some things that I've been tweeted about a lot. I've been DM'd a lot. This whole notion that, Kev, MLB on the Xbox side, you know, is published by MLB themselves. Like, Major League Baseball themselves, right? Um, on the PlayStation side, it's, it's published by Sony. So that's why there's a difference in terms of the Xbox version can debut on Game Pass, right? And, you know, we have to pay $70 if you're on a PS4 or a PS5. But I throw it back to Sammy Barker here. He has been doing excellent commentary on this whole thing. I want to read a little bit about what he he had to say about that very same point, okay? If I may, Arachnite. Let me just read this really quickly and we'll go into it. Sammy Barker, oh, by the way, by the way, link below in the description. Sammy Barker says, quote, 
Some have tried to argue on social media today that the Japanese giant simply had no say in this matter. The title is published by MLB on Xbox platforms, but it seems unfathomable to us that Sony negotiated such a bad deal with the league that it couldn't even veto an Xbox Game Pass version of a product it created on launch day. Surely someone at PlayStation had the foresight to say, quote, please don't make us look bad by giving away our game on a competitor service at launch. Unquote. I 100% agree. Like, people have been, like, excusing this whole thing and blowing it off and, like, you know, brushing off the fucking dust off their hands and saying that, oh, PlayStation had no idea that, that this was going to happen. Sony had no idea that this was going to happen. Sony is developing the fucking game. They signed deals to be able to allow this to happen. How is that so hard to understand for so many people? You know, like, it's not like, it's not like because the game is published by MLB on the Xbox side, it's not like they fucking took the code, right, and did whatever they want with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like without Sony's knowledge, they developed the fucking game. You know what I'm saying, Arachnite? It's, it's, I don't know. It's, gaming do be changing these last few years. It is fucking crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Arachnite, if you ever told me that, hey, in 2021, a first-party PlayStation game will be released on Game Pass on launch day the same time as the PlayStation version, and that version will be $70 at retail and on digital services on PSN. I would think you're high, dude. I, I would think you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's... I, it, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Yeah, dude, it's just fucking weird, man. And, like, obviously this isn't going to affect me firsthand because, once again, like I said before, I don't care about MLB. I was planning on buying MLB. I was actually going to have uh, the homie, the real Deathly, come on save slot and talk about MLB when it when it, when it it comes out, give us some impressions and all that. So we have some, some sort of coverage on the channel about it. Um, but... But yeah, I mean, like, and again, like, another thing, too, I guess to bring up that may be a big portion of this is that it's not like Sony owns MLB. It's, it's not like they own the IP of MLB, right? It's it's simply being licensed to them, right? Um, and I don't know how much or less that actually has in the play at this, but bottom line, it is not like Sony had no idea the terms of this deal. That's unbelievable to me you know like there's no fucking shot that sony had no idea that they were gonna obviously put this shit on the game pass and even if it wasn't explicitly said i would assume that hey if you're going to sign a deal to have mlb the show be on multiple platforms and one of those platforms is xbox and everyone's been seeing for the past years years now that clearly Microsoft and Xbox's focus is on Game Pass. You really don't think that they would put that shit on Game Pass anyway? You know what I'm saying? 
I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. It's weird. It is weird. I don't know. Like, is the age of exclusivity coming to an end? Probably not. I don't know. Like, and then, like, again, I write that. I got to I'm going to I'm gonna throw it to you first. I, I got to ask this question now. I mean, do you think it's possible that this is not the last Sony PlayStation first-party developed game that ends up being on Game Pass? I don't think this is the last. They're you pro- know? They're probably just going to choose which games are their... I don't know. Like... Is MLB a system seller for most people? No. Like, Let me... Yeah, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go I was going to say, it's like... I don't think we'll see Spider-Man there. But I do think we're going to see less... Um, I don't know, less tied to Sony. Like, Sony doesn't own MLB. They just make the games. That I could see being on Xbox. Like, things that aren't, like, directly Sony, I could see being on there. But I don't expect to see Spider-Man or Horizon. Mm. And if you put them on Xbox, you might as well put them on PC. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find this tweet that, oh my god, I'm going to hate myself if I can't find this tweet. I forgot to tweet it. I wish I saved it. I'm so stupid. Um, Because it was a really good breakdown about the MLB sales figures. So MLB 20 last year. I'm going to try and remember the numbers as close as possible. But it's somewhere around this, guys. I'm not saying exact numbers. I'm saying approximate numbers, okay? MLB 20 last year was the eighth best-selling game on PlayStation. Right? And it was also the 18th best-selling game of the year okay now you guys also take into account that MLB the show while it doesn't get a lot of buzz in terms of like oh it's not in like the conversation of like you know God of War or Spider-Man etc right like it's not on that caliber but what it is that it's Sony's only annualized franchise right that also so happens to have microtransactions and they make a boatload of money on MLB in the back end in the microtransactions by selling cards and all that good stuff. Um, and of course, upfront with the cost of the game annually speaking, right? On top of that, it is the only place to play triple A baseball in the games industry right now, you know? So it is a very important IP and property for PlayStation in itself, even though it doesn't get a lot of buzz like God of War, Spider-Man, etc., right? So for them to sign a deal where they're okay with putting this game on the competitor's fucking service that is their biggest cash cow, MOB, from a from a means of like consistent basis, like from a means of just annual revenue, MOB is a very safe game to always put out that Sony San Diego always puts out every year and it makes a boatload of money for them every year it's a very consistent stable franchise right and you give that to the competitor for game pass what the fuck are we doing more money i guess 
And like that's 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 the that's the thing too, Ragnite. Like, and to answer the question that I I pose to you, do I think this is the last? I don't know, but I can see it, right? I don't know because the argument against it is that hey, this is you know to not disrespect MLB as a game, to not disrespect the other games within the players in first party, right? MLB the show is the IP that is most used for generating revenue. You know what I'm saying? So if one of the main points of MLB existing is a revenue stream, why not open that bitch up more? Right? Like, I I, I can see that being the cause and case as to why this will be the only one. But we have... But, dude... Like... I no longer say with PlayStation that, like, oh, this is the only one. I don't... Now... I don't talk in absolutes about PlayStation anymore, honestly, because anything can fucking happen now. At this rate. You know what I'm saying? Remember when we thought it was crazy that Bethesda would ever be fucking bought and then Microsoft just bought them? You know what I'm saying? Like, like the industry is changing. You're absolutely right. Like, you started off saying that, and I 100% agree, right? So, if it's... But to to go back, like, like if it's simply just because MLB, a lot of its push is because it's an easy cash cow next to of course being a good baseball game as far as i'm aware right uh i guess i could see that be the reasoning right but on the opposite end it's like yo that's one of their most important ips so what's stopping them from putting god of war on fucking game pass ragnarok spider-man like, like at at this point what's the reasoning for that What's stopping them at that point? I don't think there is. And honestly, like, I know people are kind of rabid about exclusives. I don't know. I, I've been saying it on this show for weeks now. But let the consumer choose your console because it's a better console, not because of the games you buy. Like, you go to a restaurant, and the main course is <clears throat> and you and the main course is only good because of the sauces or the sides. It's like, oh, I only order this because I like the sides. What if you could put those sides on an order that you prefer? Like, it, it it's kind of like. If the only reason people are buying your console are because of the games you put out, or the games that are exclusive to your console, and not the merit of your con the console itself, then it's not a good console, and that's something you should work on. So, if you buy an- like, I bought an Xbox One just for Dead Rising, and I regret that decision every day. Like, if you told me that Dead Rising 3 was gonna be on PS4 and Xbox One, I would never have bought an Xbox. Because the PS4 was a better console. Right. If you right. if you put availability like, oh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, like, it runs faster on a PS5 than it does on Xbox Series X, and you get haptic feedback, that's enough for me to lean in the direction of the PlayStation. It's... 
you 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 promote and incentivize people to buy your console based on the merit of the technology within the console, not on the software that comes periodically throughout the console's lifespan. So, if you were to put God of War Ragnarok on Xbox and PlayStation, and I didn't have either, I would still go with a PlayStation. Because I prefer the specs on a PS5 than I do the specs on an Xbox Series X. And for other people, it may be different. I just think exclusives are kind of dumb. Like, let people play what they want, where they want. Yeah, like it, it, this is where we kind of kind of disagree. To be honest, right, like um, right now, like I don't know, like to go back to the restaurant analogy, right? Like you you brought up like within the one restaurant, right? Like being able to put sides on like a bunch of different entrees, right? But there's a reason why people like oregano's, people like Olive Garden, people like Applebee's. Right, like it's not just because of the sides; it's because of the entrees that they provide, right? Like if you want a a a you know what I'd call a good slash decent chicken Alfredo, right? If I could get it anywhere, that kind of loses the luster of Olive Garden, right? Like if I want a uh if I want a New York slice, right? I th- like there's 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 a reason why New York pizzerias are so renowned and loved. Cause they make good shit, you know what I'm saying? And, and if I can get that anywhere and everywhere, that loses the luster of that specific place in Manhattan where I could get a great New York slice. You know what I'm saying? And like, it was a conversation that I had on PlayStation on uh, the PlayStation trophy room uh, with those guys over there. Shout out to them. Um, you know, we were talking about like the the reason why I feel like exclusivities are important to a platform is because it creates the culture of that platform, you know? And like, I know the amount of culture that you have doesn't necessarily mean to dollars and cents, right? But I think it does lead to a consumer base that is passionate and that want to support that culture, if it's a good culture, but you know what I'm saying? To the example of it, there are lots of different restaurants out there that serve the same dish. Let's go with something easy and universal, like a cheeseburger or a, a, a pepperoni pizza. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Every restaurant, or a lot of restaurants, make the same dish, but are, like, they're made up differently. I can get a pizza at Pizza Hut, Domino's, or Papa John's. They're all pepperoni pizzas, but each one of them tastes different. Like, you go to one, and I want a pepperoni pizza, I'm not going to just choose whichever restaurant. I have a preference. I have a preference based on, like, what they use to make the dish. Like, and the console being that dish. Like, they use the way that it's constructed specifically, whether it be for power, raw power, like in the Series X, or speed in the PS5. It has a different flavor, and it has something different that they're offering. It's the same dish. It's a video game console with the same, like, with some of the same ingredients, like just cheese and pepperoni. But it's made differently. Okay. And you have a preference towards a specific one. So, I, I think that people should be able to, like, if you're a diehard Xbox fan, I think you should be able to play Spider-Man. Because if I was an Xbox fan, I would have bought a PS4 for Spider-Man. 
And choking somebody is like, hey, buy our console for exclusives or never play them. Sucks. Because a lot of people just can't really... they, They can't afford a second console. And if I was an Xbox fan and I couldn't afford a PlayStation console to play Spider-Man, I would have been heartbroken. And I'm sure there are people out there that have experienced that. And I don't know. You build a culture, but you can also build that same culture with PlayStation Studios. It's like, these are the games that we get from PlayStation Studios and PlayStation First Parties. And you build a culture surrounding by the companies... And the and their and the content that they make, instead of it's like oh, it's all in this melting pot of a console. It's like people out there could like say hey, I played God of War on my Xbox, but it runs a little too slow for my preference based on the console's hardware. I prefer 60 frames and faster loading times. So then they get a PlayStation. You give somebody the same experience on different consoles, they'll have a preference. Right. So, I think it should be the merit of your games and the way that you treat your consumers, like the consumers, that draws someone to each console, whether it be yeah. PlayStation or Xbox. So, and I, I don't know. I think it, I think it's only fair. I, I don't care much for exclusives and honestly like in in saying this everything I've said how do I phrase it without being an asshole oh no please do okay <laughs> so it. we are we like PlayStation has the better exclusives we are extending a hand down to Xbox we are not reaching up it's like please share your games Xbox it's we like for my for my console preference it's we are willing to share what we have with you peasant <laughs> like i've seen people tweet that out and i suppose that's a way to look at it right like i mean you're not wrong right um but it's the whole proposition of like it be like it's the proposition of just it being on game pass is the main differentiator here you know where it's like you can play MLB 21 now for $10 a month on Game Pass if you want or pay 70 on yeah. the pla- on the platform that it's 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 homemade for. And like I get what you're saying about exclusivity, right? And like I don't even I don't even I don't even necessarily like like even disagree with what you're saying in totality. I think the last thing that we haven't hit on about ex- 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 exclusive games, uh, and I think like the last point I, I really want to make on that because I think that we just you know, I think that we just don't view that in the in the same lens, and that's okay, right? Like I I totally see your point and respect your point, right? Um, but I think the last thing I'll say about exclusivity, right, is that I don't think the Last of Us Part Two would look as good if it had to be developed for multiple platforms. I don't think Ghost of Tsushima would look as good and play as good or be as good uh, if it was being developed for multiple platforms. You know, the fact that Sony owned studios and Microsoft owned studios can make experiences cultivated and, you know, refined and specifically made for the hardware that they own. 
is what is a driving factor at making those games of a much higher quality right like there is no third party game in my mind right now that i know runs as good looks as good is refined as good has the feature set then the last was part two in terms of you know accessibility in terms of the overall game as a whole the way that game runs on a ps4 is fucking beyond me you know what i'm saying like i don't know if like we just haven't seen that before is it you know what i'm saying like does 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 that make sense too yeah like absolutely. the fact that they're able to focus on one hardware skew that is, is a big factor into what makes those games so great i'm not saying it's the only thing but it's one of those aspects it is, it's an excellent point I, I have to agree with you. That is an excellent point. But my uh, that raises a question. Is it is it the merit of the developer working with exclusive hardware? Or is it just the developer's capability in general? Because it, oh, a solution that came to mind almost immediately was timed exclusivity. Last was part two. You get a year on the PlayStation console that gives them a, that gives uh, Naughty Dog B team time to port it. If that is an issue, however, Naughty Dog, I feel would be capable of releasing the same like quality. Let's say okay, we made it for Xbox and PlayStation. The PlayStation One will probably run better, but not significantly like almost not noticeable because it is the quality of the developer and what they do and how well they are at their skill because when you think of third parties that think of what the developed games for each console i think of cd project red i think of ubisoft and i think of ea the witcher 3 looked great on every console now moving on to ubisoft games those games look ugly as sin Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Valhalla's amazing, but not going. Valhalla on, looks like ass. I'm gonna be. Rude. I hate you so much. I fucking hate you. <laughs> rough. It is. That's rough. It's, but that's just Ubisoft. Ubisoft games never look good. False. Uh, absolutely <laughs> correct. Um, but that's just something you get with an Ubisoft game. The get mediocrity. Damn. Except it's for, like that, huh? Yeah, pretty much. I don't um I don't remember a single Ubisoft game that I've been blown away by. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see how it is. I see how it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's correct. <laughs> and EA They also don't put out stellar looking games. Like they look good, but they're not like amazing. And that could be that could be is like oh we're trying to make it for every platform and that's why it just doesn't look great, or it's just EA and what they do, and that's that is what it is. But I'd, I'd like to see that theory tested. Is it the developer, or is or is it the universe the keeping things universal that limits games? And I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Like I think. I think the two, you know, is it more of the um, fact that they're on one singular hardware or is it the quality of the development team, right? Mm-hmm. 
in terms of their skill set. Like, I think it. I think you have a great point in that too, and that like I think it's both. I think I think it's I think it's both factors, right? I mean, but like there have been great Naughty Dog devs that have made Uncharted Four, made Uncharted Three, etc., made The Last of Us, and have gone on to work at you know Stadia, work at Microsoft. Uh, there's some Naughty Dog employees at the uh, uh, e Initiative. I, I think it's called um and yet we haven't seen their game yet so you know that r- r- remains to be seen wait is it perfect dark i think i think it was perfect dark yeah yeah so i mean we only saw like a, a non-gameplay trailer right so that stands to be seen but um i do think that you're right yeah like of course some of it is is the quality of developer right um but i think also it's the uh a, another part, whether bigger or smaller than the quality of the dev team, is that you know they're able to focus on one console and focus on one hardware skew and really get to learn and know that. Like, if Naughty Dog was multi-platform, Arachnid, here's a perfect example. If Naughty Dog was multi-platform, there's no way we see them develop Uncharted One and then The Last of Us with within the PS3. That's years and years of them getting used to the PS3, getting used to that OS, getting used to how to develop on the PlayStation 3, and they're able to stretch out that game and stretch out that hardware to refine it to eventually reach a Last of Us quality. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that happens to that degree if you have to develop for multiple platforms. I just I just don't think that that's just how it works. You know? And this is also from someone that has never developed a game in their entire fucking life. It has no idea what they're talking about in, in terms of development. But um, I know that to be true, that, like, they, you know, learn the platform as they go on over the years, right? Which, by the way, Arachnite, I fucking love this conversation. The, this is a great conversation that we're having, for sure. Agreed. For sure, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I just, at the end of the day, to tie it all in a nice little bow, you know, I think it's fucking weird that MLB The Show 21 is launching on Game Pass. I, agree. I, I think it's like Greg Miller tweeted out, you know, it's a great look for Xbox. It's a great look for Microsoft. It is a fucking horrible look for PlayStation. Horrible look. Horrible look, man. You know? So, I don't know. And like, what's what what's. I think the last thing I'll say, Arachnite, right, is that if... <sighs> so, you got to assume that Jim Ryan signed this deal, right? Signed this publishing deal with MLB. Hey, with 21, where we we want to go multi-platform, right? And um, if you want to retain development rights to develop the show 21, right... And make 100% profits on PS4, on PS5, right? Make all that and 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 have all the positives of having MLB the show being developed in-house as well as getting 70% of every dollar that is made on other platforms, right? You got to sign on this dotted line and we're going to do what we want and publish the game on other platforms besides PlayStation, right? I just don't think that 
the executive before Jim Ryan, which I forget his name, I'm sorry, but the ex executive before Jim Ryan, right, I don't think that they would have signed off on this. I think a traditional Sony would have either fought this tail and, you know, you know, you know, teeth and bone tooth or and nail, yeah. tooth and nail, whatever that is, or they would have just given up the rights and just not develop it because no, like a, a, a like classic Sony, I feel like would have been like, why the fuck would you want me to put a, a game that I developed on an opposing platform service? That is dumb. No. Right? L l like, that's what I would imagine a traditional classic Sony would have said with that because they don't play nice. L that's just how Sony fucking is. You know? It is what it is. Right? Um, so, to have what I, I, I imagine Jim Ryan was, was involved in this deal. Right? So, I gotta imagine that, like, if he's okay with doing this, I don't think anything's off the table. You know? And... I think that's the last thing I gotta say about this topic. Okay. You know, it, it's just really weird to me, um, and we're gonna see, man. You know, we're 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 gonna see if if this is purely just a fiscal decision. You know, like all right, but I could easily see you thinking, oh yeah, this is it. But then you know, seeing Spider-Man sell 18, 20 million units and be like, damn, how much could it sell if we, if we throw that shit on fucking Microsoft? You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 why it's 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 interesting. Very interesting, you know. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, you, you got any closing thoughts on this topic, right? Any any last things you want to get off the chest before we head out on this fine Saturday? I'm excited. Or I guess Sunday. Oh yeah, it's fucking Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. <laughs> yeah, happy Easter, guys. Shit. Um, I'm excited to see where the future of gaming takes us. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I think you said this a few episodes back, but, like, I think you said something like, you know, this generation is going to be super interesting, and I see how interesting this generation is actually going to be. You know? It's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting ahead. seven years. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, at that rate, Arachnite, where can people find you? I am on the PlayStation Source Discord with the link in the description. I am on Twitter at, uh, well, I changed my at. Really? I did. What's your at? Uh, man without fear. Oh, shit. I gotta fucking update that in the fucking description. Okay, well, I see you. I see you. It's, uh, man without fear was taken. So it's just M without fear. Uh, on those daredevil vibes but you can find me there you can find all my photo mode stuff if you like it retweet it if you got any recommendations on how to improve my shots I'd love to hear them I, I've been putting in work I've been trying to study photography like photo mode really started my love for photography so yeah that's it for me You'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. I was, can you link me your uh, URL for yeah. Twitter really quick? Okay, yeah. Did did your Discord name change? No, right? No, it's still the Arachnite. Okay, and your Twitch is probably the same too? Yep. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, you just hit me with a new Twitter and we'll, we'll uh, definitely get that updated. Or maybe this link will just switch over to the new one, I bet. Will it? No, it doesn't. It says it doesn't exist. Okay, bet. Got it. Got it right there. Got it right there. All right, then. And without fear. You fucking love to see it. You love to see it. But uh, as, I, as I switch this over, this has been Saves a Lot Podcast, episode 11. Once again, you can catch us over here on YouTube.com, PlayStation Source, as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and etc. via our anchor link in the description. You can, of course, like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the PSS family. Down below, let us know what you like, what you dislike about the show, and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in that description, as well as if, if you're feeling generous. If you're feeling kind on this Easter Sunday, feel free to hit that join button to become a member of the channel with that $1 Prince tier and that $5 King tier member if you like that as well. Also, make sure to not miss the stream series throughout the week as well. We have streams on Resistance 2 starting up next week, as well as the end of Metal Gear Solid 3. I think the MGS3 stream right now is going to be long as fuck. Oh, yeah. You absolutely. know, because as you know, Kojima tends to go off on the beat on the last few hours on his games. Right. right? So I'm expecting a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of sitting, a lot of uh, just, just watching some cutscenes, you know. And uh, I hear it's worse than MGS4. So I hear. Get hyped. So I'm 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 a little bit concerned that the the gameplay to cutscene ratio in MGS4, but we'll we'll see how that thing goes. You know, we'll see how that thing goes. So, so definitely check out those streams throughout the week, and definitely expect future content. Uh, I think we're gonna delve into a little bit of Returnal coverage these next few weeks leading up to release. You know what I'm saying? So we might be having that as the main focus of the save slots moving forward for a little bit. Uh, so definitely get ready for that. And um, yeah, that's about it, guys. Thank you all for watching. And as always, greatness awaits. See you later, guys.